Next on BYU Sports Nation, taking down Goliath. BYU Women's Hoops headed to Lincoln, Nebraska for a showdown with the dynasty of dynasties in women's college basketball. Bring on the Huskies. That's what the Cougars say. Why they believe they can compete with the nation's best team. Power forward Morgan Bailey is in the house. Plus, the new update to the Go Fast, Go Hard offense with an emphasis on protecting Taysom. And BYU men's volleyball back to work at home. Neon shoes and all. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, here is Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Greetings, Thursday, March 27th. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with a linguist specializing in volleyball and cosmetic terminology, Jerem Jordan. Como vai? Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. You're looking fresh, brother. Got a haircut. Thank you. <laughs> I did indeed get a haircut yesterday on What's the Chance? I said 100%, and uh, yeah, it you was delivered. 100%. You delivered on the promise. It's been a while. I remembered the promise, as they would say in EFY. You know how I know your hair was long? Because when you're putting in your IFB, you're like, this feels weird. This feels mu-. the Your hair was holding in your, yeah. your communicating device with our producers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else to say. I don't know, yeah, I don't yep, know what else yep, to say yep, about nope, I have nothing else to say. Okay. Nothing about my hair. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag <laughs> BYUSN. Awkward. Uh, link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and sound off on today's Twitter question. Thank you, Birdies. If BYU beats Connecticut, where would the win rank in BYU Sports history? To me, the greatest win Ever in BYU sports history. People are like, huh? What are you talking? No, listen. Bigger than BYU beating Miami in football. I mean, not to the general public. I mean, that team against that team. That's what I'm talking about. If you look at it in its own paradigm, contextually, this UConn team is UCLA basketball on the men's side in the 1970s. The John Wooden teams that dominated everybody. That is UConn women's basketball right now. Yeah. In terms of street cred, it's women's hoops, so I understand it's not going to get the publicity or the love that maybe it deserves or doesn't deserve, depending on how you see it. But to me, it would be number one ever in BYU history. And I'm I'm just going to say it right now. If BYU beats Connecticut on Saturday in women's hoops, I will shave my head on the show, and I will let (laughs) Jeff Jenkins do it. We told, we told this to Coach Judkins at practice yesterday, and he did the double fist pump in the air and said, Yes! Yes! Yeah. So Jeff Judkins can shave your head. Listen, I hope BYU wins, but I, Connecticut, that is a beast. That's why I say it would be such a big win. Well, yeah. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do they need more? Do they need more motivation than to beat the number one team? Why not? No, no, they're plenty motivated. They're excited to be there. Let's let's just throw in Jerem potentially shaving off his locks. Listen to BYU Sports Nation noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel one forty three. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV and BYUtv.org. Rise and shout, BYU Sports Nation! It's time for what's trending. What's trending in BYU Sports Nation? Topic one. Bring on the Huskies. Countdown to Connecticut. 155 and 2. Nothing to lose mentality for the BYU women's basketball team. Two days until they take on the undisputed number one team in the country, the college basketball dynasty on the women's side, the Yukon Huskies in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's a shocker that BYU got there, but they're We've said it a million times. They're playing with house money. 
Hashtag gambling is wrong. But they're, they're, they have everything to gain. UConn has everything to lose. Yes. Coach Jeff yes. Judkins said to me yesterday, however, it's going to take a start like we had against Nebraska on, on Monday. They built a 17-point lead in the first half, and they shot the ball in the high 50s, 60%. They're going to they're gonna have to have the game of their lives to be in the game. I'm not even saying winning the game, to be in the game. This is not a diss on the BYU women's basketball program, who has had a tremendous season. Sweet 16, New York Times, Jennifer Hampson, what a player, Lexi Eaton, Kim Beeson, Morgan Bailey, the whole team, Maeda, everyone's been awesome. But Man. Connecticut is something else. So I don't want to discredit what BYU's done. It's just that Connecticut is a great team. Something snapped after the Gonzaga loss for this BYU women's team in the West Coast Conference Championship. Zojan Harry told us that in studio on Tuesday, and she's 100% stoked at the opportunity of playing UConn. We want to play UConn. Oh, wow! Yes! Good answer! We, Good we, answer! We, we want to play UConn. <laughs> I mean, what a great opportunity. We get to play the number one team in the country. This would be arguably the greatest win in BYU sports history. I know you just to said To me, it, yes. But think about that. How many great wins have there been? There have been a lot. Yes, but nothing with these. I mean, you're in the NCAA tournament, Sweet 16, and the, the gap between Connecticut and BYU. And BYU is a good team. BYU is a top 30 team. You could say top 20 at this point. Okay, so if they're a top they're 20 a top team. They're a top 16 But guess team. what? They're still going to be a 20-plus point underdog. That's what I'm saying. The, the gap is that much bigger in women's hoops. There, there's UConn. I mean, if BYU was playing Duke or Baylor, look, I'd say, hey, you, those teams better be on upset alert because BYU is yeah, rolling right yeah. now. I would feel very differently about this. UConn I is I would not just... say shave my head <laughs> if it were about that. And Gino Ariema. I mean, one of the most storied coaches in the history of basketball at any level, men's, women's, professional, college. The guy's legit. I did play-by-play on the last game BYU played Connecticut. It was in 2008. It was in the Marriott Center, and Connecticut won by like 50. But it was fun to play them here because you saw the challenge that was there. This BYU team's much better than the team that faced Connecticut in 08 that had Maya Moore that won the national title. Maybe the greatest women's college basketball player ever. I mean, Maya Co- Moore. Co- oh, uh, Maya Moore, yeah. Maya Moore was ridiculous. By the way, at Kyle Moriyama, he said, I thought you were referring to BYU football beating Connecticut being the greatest win in BYU history. Nope. was interested to see- hear justification. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut, oh my no, gosh. No. We built it up so Al- much. Although, after the Virginia loss to open the season for football, BYU beating Connecticut will, will be a, a necessary thing, a good thing. What if there's a lightning delay at that? No, please, You're no. Like, oh don't, don't go there. Not again. Not again. What we do know now is in two days, the BYU women's team will take on the number one overall seed, UConn Huskies. But as we said, they're playing with no pressure. Kim Beeston sounded off on that at practice. We just have nothing to lose. Um, That's the best part about it, to go out there and just play, play our best and kind of give us an opportunity to showcase how awesome our team is. Kim Beeston is the three-point specialist. But the thing is, she hasn't shot exceptionally well through these first two games. She focused on defense a lot. She's been great defensively, but the three-pointers have actually come from Kylie Maeda, Stephanie Rivetti, the two point guards, who I'm guaranteeing NC State and Nebraska were like, huh, we didn't, we didn't scout this. Like, what's happening right now? Those are the two players that are going to have to continue to hit three-pointers. There are going to be some players left open because Jennifer Hampson is going to get a ton of attention from Stephanie Dolson, the 6'5 center for UConn, who 
bangs around like Morgan Bailey, but is only two inches shorter than Jen. I mean, she she is a really experienced, good senior player. I'm glad you know someone on Connecticut's team. I have no idea who any of their players are, and I honestly don't care because I think it's— They're all good. I'll tell you that much. They're, they're, they're all, all good. good. I know who BYU has, and I know that they can play well. The attention is going to be on Jennifer Hampson yeah. and on Lexi Eaton. They're going to have seen the way Lexi played in the first two games, and they're going to come after her with defensive pressure, but that will leave other players open. Can BYU hit shots like they did in the first two games to just stay in the game? To just stay in the game? It'll be interesting to see when they take on the UConn Huskies on Saturday afternoon in Lincoln, Nebraska. Do not miss that game live on BYU Radio, also on ESPN, the mothership, Cougars and Huskies. What a game. Looking forward to it. Let's keep it rolling. Topic two. Go fast, go hard, 2.0. Okay, so we unveiled the new offense here at BYU under Robert and I, the offensive coordinator, and it was like breakneck fast last year. It was almost out of control at times. It was too fast at the beginning. Then they started to figure it out a little bit. You saw saw glimpses of how good it could be against Utah State, against Boise State, Georgia Tech. But there were still some inconsistencies. Now they have the overwhelming response coming from spring football practices that BYU has now figured out the right pacing in this offense, and they've thrown in a little, a few nuances to mix it up. The difference now is that BYU is in a hurry to get to the line as opposed to physically snap the ball. When you snap doesn't matter as much as being ready to snap the ball. So BYU, I think, is in a better place. They figured that Taysom Hill has a little bit more time to settle in, read the defense, get everyone on the same page, then go. Because you want to catch the defense off guard, yes. But what if you're not ready? Then who cares? So BYU's in a better spot with that. And you mentioned the wrinkle. The biggest wrinkle that I've noticed from spring football practice going to those is motion. They're sending receivers into the backfield. Uh, They get in the backfield, chop their feet, and then they're ready to become a running back all of a sudden. And BYU's running with different receivers. They don't have some of the receivers they're going to bring in in the fall. So it's other guys that are getting looks, and these guys are uh, providing good looks for the offense. It's going to be a different version of go fast, go hard. You would think that it would get better under the same offensive coaching staff, the same quarterback, and the same stinking offensive line minus one dude that graduated, and you're going to add RMs. Okay, so a year Older, a year wiser, including Happy Ta- birthday to you. Taysom Hill. And listen to what he said at practice. Yeah, I sat down with uh, Coach Menhall and I watched some of Colin Kaepernick when he played at Nevada uh, when their offense was one of the best in the country. And he put a cut-up together uh, for me. And, and watching him, that was based primarily on the run game. Okay, so this is, this is fantastic. He's watching Colin Kaepernick, who, I mean... Colin is a lot longer than, than Taysom is. He takes longer strides, but they kind of have the same game. They, they just do. Bronco Mendenhall yeah, level. Wants, wants to keep Taysom safe. He told the media he has spent time with Taysom watching film of Kaepernick and trying to help Taysom form what he considers to be a valuable habit. I'm not sure how many times when he when Kaepernick ran out of bounds that I stopped it, rewound it, stopped it, rewound it, stopped it, rewound it, stopped it, rewound it, until Taysom said, I got it, coach. And then next time he did it, stopped it and rewound it, stopped it and rewound it, coach, I got it. Next time he did it, stopped and rewound, stopped and rewound. So I've heard repetition builds habits, so I have a few more meetings with him. <laughs> Keep him safe. 228-pound quarterback, but still, limit the hits. 
In Hashtag other, Bronco Snark. Yes, I love it. In other <laughs> BYU Sports Nation beat topics, BYU Rugby 37-22 win over Cal Poly. Did you see the T-shirts? It says no scholarships, just championships. <laughs> I want one of those T-shirts. It was only a 15-point win over Cal Poly, but it snowed crazily. I imagine that BYU didn't throw all the starters out there for Cal Poly. So BYU still wins the match. Our Twitter question today is, if BYU women's <laughs> basketball team beats Connecticut, where would that win? It's winter time. Where would that win rank in BYU sports history? Jerem says number one. I can't disagree, my friend. I mean, I, I understand why people would, would throw their arms up, but I can't disagree. At Laser Sheep says ten, top ten for sure. There have been a lot of huge games, though. It would be one to remember. Probably best win for women's basketball anyway. Of course, it would, it would hands down be the best win for the women's basketball team. Yeah. What, what win? Tell us. Tell we're, us. We're not talking women's hoops. We're talking BYU sports. Send in, send in your answers. What win would rank bigger than BYU's women's basketball team potentially beating UConn? You tell us. Yeah. Use the hashtag BYUSN and keep those tweets coming in. Up next, the Sweet 16-bound women's team headed to Lincoln, Nebraska later today. Morgan Bailey in studio to explain the loose mentality of the team as they prepare to face UConn. This is BYU Sports Nation. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYURadio.org, and the BYU Radio iOS app. Saturday, BYU Women's Hoops in the Sweet 16 against Connecticut, 4.30 Eastern time on ESPN, and listen to it live right here on BYU Radio. Our Twitter question today is if, and we know it's a big if, the BYU women knock off UConn. Where would that win rank in BYU sports history? Keep your responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN. Morgan Bailey is a power forward for the BYU women's hoops team. She was going off in the first two rounds. And I said this to you yesterday, Morgan. I don't know what got into you, but whatever it is, go find it and take it again against UConn. <laughs> what, what was happening for you uh, where you found such great success, against, especially against uh, Nebraska? Um, I think these games are, there's a lot on the line. Like, if you lose, you're done. And um, I don't want to be done. Um, love playing with Kim and Jen. Don't want their season to be done. Uh, so I think just with that on the line, I knew I had to give everything I had. What, what's the best part about being in the Sweet 16? The best thing, I think it's just being, knowing that we're, like, one of the top teams um, in the nation and playing against people who... Uh, challenge us every time. So, I don't know. I think that's what I've taken away from it so far. 18 points, 6 rebounds, and a win against Nebraska on Monday. Uh, what's the mentality of the team right now? Because from our perspective, it's like, hey, we're, we're going to go win. That's, you guys that's, look that's just, loose. That's just really what, what we do. What's the mentality of the team right now approaching the game with UConn? Mentality is just no, no fear. That's how it's been all um, tournament. Uh, we need to go in knowing that we're a good team, and if we do what we need to do, uh, we can be unstoppable. So just confidence. We what? all have so much confidence right now. And you guys look like that. Um, at practice, you guys were very loose yesterday. Uh, what are you better at UConn, then? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I just think we have a lot of uh, weapons, I guess. Um, when Jen's not... Um, in foul trouble or whatever, I can step up. If I'm not doing well, Jen steps up huge. Uh, if they 
focus on the paint. Then we have Kim and Zoe and all our guards can shoot threes. Uh, so I think that and I think we play a lot similar to UConn um, in that we push the ball and we run hard. And we have post presence and guards. And I don't know, it's going to be a fun matchup. I'm so excited. Morgan Bailey, power forward for the BYU women's basketball team, joining BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. They take on UConn on Saturday afternoon in Lincoln, Nebraska. I talked to a number of your coaches and even some of your teammates. Zojan Harry specifically said, after the Gonzaga loss, something snapped. What did that loss do to unleash the awesomeness that we're witnessing right now? Well, before the Gonzaga game, I think we were on a nine-game winning streak or something. Uh, and Gonzaga game, we just weren't working together. It was just a really frustrating experience. And we, I think we realized we have to play as a team and we have to play together if we want to be unstoppable. And so I think that Gonzaga game kind of set a fire under our tushes, I guess. <laughs> and Everyone um, needs an occasional yeah. fire, fire under, under the tush. tush. Fire yes. under the tush. Yes. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Morgan Bailey from the women's basketball team is on BYU Sports Nation. Your uncle is Thurl Bailey. What kind of conversation have you had with Thurl about beating North Carolina State in the first round and then getting to the Sweet 16? I haven't had an opportunity to talk to Thurl yet. What? I know. I know. I should call him like he's a, right yeah, after he's this. He's a busy guy. Yeah, he's a busy guy, but I'm no sure. No congratulatory text or No, anything? he's so busy. And Come on, I Thurl. I busy. I know. <laughs> um, but I'm sure he'd be happy. For me, so. And then, uh, of course, you meet Magic Johnson. We've talked to, uh, you know, Jeff Judkins about that and Zojan, uh, Zojan Harry, as mm-hmm. we learned when she came on the show. Yeah. Meeting Magic Johnson. That was what, crazy. What was that like? It was crazy. It, I've never felt that starstruck feeling before, and this time I was like, oh, it's Magic. <laughs> Can I touch him? Um, but it was kind of funny how it happened. He just walked by where we were eating, and um, Kim Beeston's husband was like, oh, that's Magic, and. Uh, so calm he said it and then everyone just got out of their seats and ran after yeah. him and he you literally got out of your seat and ran chasing him down chasing down even Judd <laughs> got out of his seat and was running after him wow like yeah. a defensive position yeah. sliding over never like... seen that man run faster <laughs> <laughs> that is a great picture Morgan Bailey power forward for the BYU Magic. women's hoops <laughs> joining us on BYU Sports Nation uh, you, you did mention that you haven't had a chance to talk to Thurl, but you did take time to troll him on Twitter I after did. you knocked up NC State in the first round. Where did that come from, and, and what was said there? Um, I know that he was a huge factor in that team, that, t- that was Cinderella team. Uh, and so when I saw that we were playing NC State, just was like, oh, yeah, I wear his number. This is going to be fun. So after we knocked him off and had a pretty good game, I uh, had to – have a quick shout out to Thurl. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Who hasn't responded since? Maybe that's why. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Morgan Bailey is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, big matchup with Connecticut coming up on Saturday in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, I guess, uh, what do you expect when you get to Lincoln uh, around that environment? Obviously, the Nebraska fans were hoping they had Nebraska in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but kind of one of the biggest games, maybe the biggest game in school history for you guys. Yeah. Um, I just, even thinking about it, my heart starts pumping. I'm just so excited. Uh, I just expect it to be um, kind of a dream come true a little bit. Like every, like being in high school, you always dream of playing on such a huge stage and against great competition. And I hope Nebraska fans will kind of come our way. Uh, Nebraska's a really classy team and was great to play against. So maybe we'll be the underdog, the Support the underdogs, I guess. I don't think they'll go for UConn. I think you're yeah. in business. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
When you look at the Yukon Huskies, I'm, they're clearly loaded with talent, but they're expected to win. You're, you're not expected. To win. I would imagine that when the line comes out, you're probably going to be a 20 or 25 point underdog. Mm-hmm. So using that mentality, how, how is that really a tangible uh, bit of, uh, of advantage for this team against the Huskies? I think we have nothing to lose, and the Huskies have a lot to lose. Everything. They, yeah, they have to meet expectations that everyone has. We don't really have any expectations, and I think that's what fueled us this whole season. We were picked to finish fourth in WCC. Um, we were 12th seed, and we thought maybe we should have been higher, but that's totally fine. And so. how many teams are left in the tournament from the West Coast Conference, Morgan? None. Oh, None except there. for you. Yep. That's right, except for BYU. Yep. Okay, okay, continue with your thought <laughs> process. Sorry. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> uh, so we're okay with being underestimated. We have been underestimated this whole season. Uh, we're just going to give UConn the best we got. Morgan Bailey is on BYU Sports Nation in studio. The New York Times comes out with an article about the BYU women's basketball team. What did you think of that article? It was crazy. Uh, I remember getting interviewed by him, and he said, New York Times. I was like, geez, this is nice. (laughs) Sorry, did you say the universe or Or the the New New York York Times? Times. New York Times. Both are awesome. One is a little bigger than (laughs) the other. New York Times, yeah. So it was crazy. Okay, Morgan Bailey on BYU Magic Sports Johnson. Nation. <laughs> New York Times, Sweet 16. This is kind of a good week. This is a great time of year. Uh, it's March, and when you have a team that's winning, it's really exciting. Have you noticed the buzz around your team? I mean, was your phone just absolutely exploding after the win? What, what was that Minus like on, on social media and uh, just with your, with your friends and colleagues? It was great to see how many fans we really do have. Like, during the season... Um, women's basketball is not that huge, which I understand why. Um, but uh, just after that game, when we saw how many fans we have and how many people support us, uh, it's just great. It gives us an extra boost to keep going and represent BYU. Women's basketball is not that huge, maybe, except on BYU Sports Nation, right? Yes. Like, we, we have represented yes, all you have. year. Yeah. And you've heard of BYU Sports Nation karma. Yes, I have. You've heard of this thing. Okay, yes. this is a real and this thing. This is the perfect time for me to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. So let's give some BYU Sports Nation karma to Morgan Bailey. Please do. For the Connecticut game. We're hearing the Gregorian chants. The monks, you know are, the monks are singing. It has now been transferred. You have the mantle of the BYU Sports Nation karma. I want to bring up something else. I've, I've, I think that if BYU, if you guys beat Connecticut, that this would be the biggest win in school history in any sport. Yeah. Bigger than football beating Miami or Oklahoma or basketball taking down Notre Dame in the NCAA tournament with Danny Ainge, all that. Mm-hmm. If BYU, if you guys win, I'm going to shave my head Monday. Okay. And I'm going to let Jeff Judkins do it. Like, okay. that's, that's going to happen. <gasps> Jim, I'm going to shave my head. <laughs> I'll let him do it Monday. Well, anything to motivate. So, yes, not only will you have the, uh, the distinction of beating the number one team in the country, but you will know that Jeff Judkins can come and shave Jerem's head. I'll do it just for that reason. Awesome. Hey, Morgan, we have uh, a tradition here on BYU Sports Nation where we have all of the players and coaches sign our Rise Up BYU Sports Nation flag. So can right. we please have Wherever your autograph you uh, before you take off? For Join sure. Dave Rose, Colton Mahoney. I'll sign right under Dave Rose. <laughs> Jody hasn't been in studio yet, so he'll sign it. No, he's been the on the show a ton, but we, we've yeah. got to get him in studio. Absolutely. Morgan, thanks so much for the time. Good luck against Thank the Huskies. Thank you, guys. Thank we, you. We appreciate the way you represent the university. Thank you so much. If BYU beats UConn, where would that win rank in BYU sports history? We're getting some fantastic response on Twitter. I've seen things like well, the Miracle Bowl, the national championship game, the football win over Miami. I'm not, 
I don't think we're so much talking about what was or how it was done, but just you, the impact you, you or the look, meaning. It's yes. more like be like this team versus this team. I'm basically talking about the level of upset, the biggest upset, the level of upset. Yes, it would be the but, biggest win but in it's terms of that, upset. it's phrased as biggest. Big- where would it rank in terms of biggest win? Certainly a top five overall. Certainly a top five in BYU sports history Because overall. it's women's hoops, it's not getting the love that football does. I understand. I yeah. get it. No, yeah. that, that makes sense. It's just not, it's not as viewed, not even close as, as football. The question again is, if BYU beats UConn, where would it rank in BYU sports history? At Crazy Kook Fanatic has this to say, right behind Detmer's win over Miami. So now we're talking. You see, you see the significance of it. Plus, it sends you to the Elite Eight. And if you can beat Connecticut, you can beat Anybody. everybody. You can beat any team in America because they're the best. You can beat undefeated Notre Dame. Yes. That's how big it would be. At I, Pitta, I underscore Pitta the Fool. That's no the doubt greatest a Twitter name ever. It's, it is that is super <laughs> solid. No doubt a girls win versus UConn will be the biggest win ever, but 155 days from now, no one will remember. Fair, I, but mean. I will remember. I'll remember. Oh, I, I, no, I'll remember. But the, we're talking, will BYU Sports Nation remember? Some, yes. Not all. At Bridger Hill. You'll remember. It'll just get buried in your mind. A BYU women's basketball win over the Lady UConn team would be the best women's victory in school history. Oh. It would be the BYU football versus Miami when you compare it across to women's sports. So the Miami game against BYU, it's interesting that that more than the national championship over Michigan and over the Miracle Bowl from yeah. McMahon, it, it's, it's Ty Detmer and his Heisman campaign. Yeah, that, I mean, that's embedded in the hearts and minds and souls of BYU fans. That's different. Women's hoops versus Connecticut, I understand it's, going, it's not going to target the general audience as much. We said biggest win. It's going to be huge if BYU wins, regardless, if, whether it's number one or number ten. The BYU women's basketball team is doing something that not many teams have done at BYU. The Sweet 16 bound team heads to Nebraska. Today, again, uh, we up next. He wears neon shoes and has been a big piece of the men's volleyball team. He joins BYU Sports Nation next. Rise and shout, Cougar fans. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow our show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow us at Spencer underscore Linton and at Jerem Jordan. Josue Rivera's here. We'll talk to him in a second. Friday and Saturday, men's volleyball is on BYU TV. It's number two BYU and Santa Barbara Friday at 9 Eastern. Then Saturday, a special time, 10 Eastern, UCLA, the hated Bruins in the Smithfield House. For the final regular season home match, watch them both live on BYU TV. Is that a personal vendetta, Jerem? No, that's just what I see across the net. <laughs> Is that right, Josue? The Bruins? That's of of all the teams, it seems like there's a little it's a little bit more chippy across the net with Yeah, UCLA. it's always like they're a great team, you know, we always have like great games, so it gets intense. It's a little more there's a little more talking between oh, yeah. the two of you. Yeah, last year we have this Opal like, from UCLA. He just tried. Dane Worley. <laughs> exactly. I remember the guy, Dane Worley. <laughs> jibber, jabber, jibber, jabber. <laughs> it was fun seeing uh, you and Taylor go up against Josue that. Rivera, the BYU men's volleyball team, ranked number two in the country right now. They are 16-2 and two in their last 18 games. Josue, what, uh, we've asked this to a number of your teammates, but in your mind, what, what, what happened early in the season that allowed you to get to catch fire and play so well? Um, I feel we came back from the break, from the Christmas break, like, not that I planned that good. Um, like, our first game, we, we pretty much played without practicing. So we were, I guess, like, getting together. And, like, mm-hmm. there were new guys in the lineups, too. 
So, I don't know, it was more like knowing each other and like getting back in shape like from the Christmas break. So, so do you feel like those losses were almost like a benefit to your team? Um, yeah, I, for sure it's just bummed on us like, to work harder in the gym and work every day, like come yeah. and like, you know, do our best every day. So, yeah, I guess it, it, it was good. Up to this point, uh, you've built a two-and-a-half game lead with six matches to go. You own the tiebreak over Pepperdine, so essentially three-and-a-half. How how satisfied or what kind of uh, satisfaction do you have knowing, hey, we played pretty darn well this year, even after going to the national title match last year? Yeah. I mean, we still have big guys, like guys in the gym, like even like the Opal, like, even though we don't have been patched, like doing a great job on like, the setters also. So, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm super excited this year. I feel like this year we can do it. Like, even though we don't have like Ben Patrick, you have like great team and like people every day is working hard and like, yeah, we still do it. Do you feel like this team is maybe a little bit better than last year? Um, we're more together for sure. And like, we're like playing more like not for people, but for like the team to get a win, you know? So I, I, I guess, I don't know. It, that team was pretty talented this year. It's, you cannot compare the same, but it's great for sure. Great teammates. Josue Rivera of the BYU men's volleyball team on BYU Sports Nation with Jerem Jordan and Spencer Linton. Josue, you take on UC Santa Barbara and then UCLA in a place that you haven't lost in, I think, 21 straight matches. What is it about the Smithfield house that makes it such a tough place for opponents to come into play other than the crazy fans? <laughs> um, I don't know. Here we feel like we're at home and like we feel more comfortable playing. And I guess, like, great place. Like, we have to finish something that is more comfortable because we, pra- we practice that every day in practice. So I guess the environment of the gym and, like, also defense. Defense is a big, huge. Sure, like, that's a huge difference yeah. maker. So I guess those two, like, together, like, just get us, like, to win the games. Josue Rivera, junior outside hitter, is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, you're the number two team in the country. You were number three. You've kind of been flying under the radar nationally. Loyola. Out of Chicago is the number one team. Do you kind of like it this way where, hey, we feel like we're the best probably, but go ahead. Talk about Loyola. We're good. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. We, we just, we don't, I mean, the first time for me, I don't pay attention to the media and stuff, but yeah, for us, we just focus on one thing. One thing only is like work hard every day to get the national champs. You know, I win every game, every weekend, every game is important for us. So we focus every week, day by day. We don't see ahead like the rankings. We don't see like too much about the media. So. Except for BYU Sports Nation. Right, yeah, right. for sure. Yeah, that's the only media you can <laughs> Excellent. I need to ask you about your awesome neon shoes. I think they are visible from a satellite in outer space. How many batteries do you need to power those? <laughs> I don't know. Funny part, I, like, I didn't saw, I didn't thought it was that bright until I saw the video with Coach. I was watching a video with Coach. I was like, okay, my shoes are really bright when they seem to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> in real person, it doesn't that bright. <laughs> neon green. Where did you get those shoes, and why the neon green? Um, you know, I was looking for new shoes because the, the shoes they give me are like, kind of broken and new apart a They're little the bit. Kobe's, right? Um, no, the Hyper Dunks. Oh, that I, takes away my broken dunks. Kobe joke. Never mind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. Dang it. <laughs> Yeah, and so like I was just looking for new shoes, and I was like, I like the hyperfuse a lot lately for my feet and stuff. Feels good, and I just find this color. I was like between actually our orange and a green, 
And I don't know, I like the green a lot. <laughs> so, orange would be Pepperdine, orange would be Pacific. You know, neon works. Neon, neon green works. is okay. Neon works. <laughs> and everyone knows where you are at all times on the court. They <laughs> give you superpowers, right? Those shoes <laughs> give you superpowers. Jose Rivera on BYU Sports Nation. The Cougars getting set for a couple of big home matches. And, and when you're in this position, sometimes teams have a tendency to to relax but what is your coach saying to you and what are you guys saying to each other to to not relax as you come down the home stretch that's the least that our coaches say we have even at the board we have like like uh red colors in the names of them and saying like this is important and we have to focus every day and come hard like don't relax at yeah, all yeah so that's the least he will tell us right now yeah. when Josue Rivera's on BYU Sports Nation uh, a couple of big matches this weekend but you you look at what you did last year and what you're doing this year uh, do you guys feel like you've uh, done everything you need to uh, to pave the way to win the national title and be back there again this year? Yeah, I think we can do it. We have like we still have to like fix a little details, but how we're playing right now is is good. So hopefully we keep the game better. Josue Rivera of the BYU men's volleyball team joining Jerem Jordan and Spencer Linton on BYU Sports Nation in Studio B. Josue, for those that are not familiar with your story and how you got to BYU, how, how did you decide that you wanted to become a BYU Cougar men's volleyball player? Yeah, um, it was pretty much when, like, Hector LeBron talked me into this. And Ozzy Antonetti, I talked to those guys. and then Legendary I, Puerto Ricans who played at BYU, yeah, won national title. Huge. And, yeah, like, they saw me playing down there. It's like, you have the talent to go to the U.S. And, like, I saw Sean passion then when I played in the World League with Taylor. And he offered me to come on a recruit trip. And that's when I came here. Like, I saw everything. I saw the courts, the, even the engineering program. The people were here so nice. Like, I was like, I want to go. wanted to go to BYU. And it's been worth it? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and, and you're doing engineering. You just said it. You're yeah. doing engineering. How's that going? It's busy. <laughs> like, sometimes I have to stay up until, like, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and then say, get the done work and so I can go and play later in, like, in the travels. Wow. So, and it's in another language. Yeah. <laughs> Can you? I can't imagine how you're doing that. I know. Can, I, I mean, Jerem, you, you speak some Portuguese. I speak some Korean. I cannot imagine taking an engineering, engineering. class. Engineering. I don't even languages. want to read a children's book. After three words, I'd be like, all right, uh, nope, I'm out of here. Josue <laughs> Rivera on BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. When you, when you get excited and, and you're, you, I don't know, I'm not going to say you're talking trash, but you're pumping each other up. Do you speak in Spanish or do you speak in English? I actually do sometimes speak Spanish. Like, some of the, even Jalen and Taylor, they already know, like, a couple of words I know. And <laughs> when I get on Saturday, they'll be like, vamos, vamos, dale, dale. And just like, yeah, it's, it's fun. I just talk in Spanish, English, both ways, whatever comes out. <laughs> Whatever's natural. Taylor Sanders says that he, he sometimes he talks about some random things, like when he's trying to, to, loosen, to pump people up. up. Yeah. yeah, so uh, is, is he probably the – When you, do you ever look at him and go, huh? What, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm pretty random like him too. So like, we, <laughs> we say this stuff, we laugh, and you just keep like, I don't know, trying to pump each other. <laughs> well, we asked Taylor on BYU Sports Nation in the studio uh, a couple months ago, uh, you know, what's the communication like with Tim Dobbert? He's a German. He's a freshman. He said, oh, we'll be fine. We've we've dealt with Josue for three years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> my first year was, like, I redshirted. Um, but it was kind of hard, like, talking, saying the go and the hot, like, saying those two words different. Like, in the middle of the game, it was kind of hard for me. Like, even, like, Joey was like, what are you talking about? Like, you're talking more. <laughs> and Futi ended up calling me JoJo because like, I was always telling JoJo, JoJo. So I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that was great stuff. You figured it out, though. Yeah, I, th- I, figured I think, it out. I I think it so. one year. Things look like they're just fine on the court. <laughs> so we, we've kind of determined that, that UCLA is, is one of your rivals. Do you feel like the Bruins are your number one rival in men's volleyball right now? Um, I don't say it like that, but I would say like, like every every team is like number one rival right now because everyone's playing super good. Hawaii's playing really good. Santa Barbara yeah. even like is playing really good. So I feel like this weekend, like our like my mental stuff is like go one day by day. You know, first Santa Barbara, then UCLA. But for sure they're big rivals, and we're so pumped to play them. <laughs> Huge matches this weekend on BYU TV. Uh, your back's been a little sore. I know that's been bugging you throughout the season. How you doing yeah. now? Um, it's been a lot better now. My shoulder's kind of not good, but <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's, I mean, your, your right so, shoulder, your swing shoulder. Yeah, and Blaine's taking care of me, and like the doctors, like we're dealing with. So it's getting better. Are you wearing the green shoes sometime this weekend? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Those green shoes are gonna be every game for now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And there, and there are only six matches left, uh, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Heck yeah. 500. Got some, got some rumba music playing in our ears. Yeah. 500. <laughs> you only need to go 500. Three and three. Don't listen to me. Hold on. BYU only needs to go 500, three and three in the final six to clinch the number one seed. <laughs> Win all six. Win all six, right? Win all six. That is the goal. <laughs> but you've built up such a lead that if you happen to fall, if you happen to fall, then it's going to be okay because you're going to get the number one seed. What that means is that in the conference tournament, you get home court advantage. In the quarterfinal, and then the highest remaining seed left in the conference tournament after the quarters, hosts the semi and final. Last year, you benefited from that. Yeah. What kind of difference does that make playing at home versus the road in the conference tournament? Um, I feel like the, those guys are harder to play here. Like, the serve at the altitude, like, avoid them a little bit. And the server knows how intense it's down there. And so he switched a little bit of the serving and passing. And mm-hmm. we're a really good serving and passing team. So we get that benefit too. Practicing here every day, I get this advantage. And then the crowd for sure, the fans like going crazy there. It's fun too. Yeah. Hostway, every in studio guest we have signs our BYU Sports Nation <laughs> Rise Up flag. So would you mind uh, giving oh, us your sure. autograph and joining the ranks of the Rise Up flag? Sounds good. Hostway Rivera. We wish Junior. You, yes, we wish you the best of luck this weekend. Keep it rolling, man. Good luck. Thank you. Good. Uh, you need more luck with engineering, I think, than men's volleyball right now. That's, <laughs> that, that sounds tougher uh, than men's volleyball to me. <laughs> Our BYU Sports Nation Twitter question today is, if BYU's women's basketball team beats UConn, where would that rank in BYU sports history? At Kraft, not Kraft, says, I really hope the women's team wins, but I also hope that Jeff Judkins decides Jerem would look better with hair. Help me out, coach. That would be Jerem's wife Thanks, sounding honey. up on Twitter. <laughs> Love you. How's Vanna? <laughs> no shaving Jerem's head. Oh, that is she, great stuff. Yesterday, she, I said, hey, we're going to do this tomorrow. She said, what? Do you, you sign up for what, Jerem? <laughs> I don't think she agrees, but, well, I don't. <laughs> Too late now. <laughs> How do you describe the byu Yukon matchup in a single hashtag? We'll do it next. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. This is Tyler Haas, and you are tuned into BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. BYU Sports Nation continues, as Tyler Haas just told you, on BYU Radio and B to the Y to the U TV. Simulcast live from Studio B, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. We're doing it live. 
We'll also do it live Saturday at 2 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio, a simulcast, a special edition of BYU Sports Nation following the football spring scrimmage. Live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium, we'll be joined by players, coaches, and special guests. Tune in at 2 Eastern on Saturday. It is a perfect time to whip out the hashtags. BYU Sports Nation says, hashtag this. Here's how it works. Beep, 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 beep. Our fabulous producer, Ben Bagley, will throw out a one-liner. Jeremy and I throw up a hashtag. Throw up. Or, yeah, not regurgitate, but just we, we vocalize a hashtag uh, that comes to the top of our mind dealing with that product. Let's go number one. Hashtag this, BYU versus UConn. Hashtag 155 <laughs> and two. Hashtag everything to gain. This team has already exceeded expectations. They have, they have gotten to the pinnacle this season. They have nothing to lose. That is, that is danger for UConn if the Huskies do not prepare well for this very unique BYU team. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag sweet, sweet 16. Hashtag nothing to lose. Yeah. BYU's got nothing to lose. If they get blown out, you know what I'm going to remember from this season? BYU went to the Sweet 16. That's awesome. If BYU hangs with Connecticut, I'll remember that. If BYU wins... I'll remember that I shaved my head. So if I want to use as a hashtag, how do you spell that? I think it's W R G H T X O M. That's simple enough. Number two. Hashtag this BYU women's basketball swag. Hashtag contagious. When I went to mm. practice yesterday, I couldn't help but just just feel happy and excited and ready for them to go play UConn. They it it is. The love and the happiness that they're feeling right now is all spread around in the Marriott Center. It's contagious. Hashtag, can I get a t-shirt? Oh, not that kind of swag. My bad. Ha- yeah, they are very loose. They're excited. Uh, I think that they're going to play so loose that it could benefit them. It could also be a detriment in that, you know what, we're crazy loose and maybe not as zoned in because the other team is so good. But I think they'll be ready. Number three. Hashtag this, Bronco and Taysom's film sessions. Hashtag get out of bounds. Hashtag if you don't, I will strangle you. Bronco (laughs) Mendenhall is certainly concerned about Taysom Hill's health, even though his quarterback is 228 pounds right now and looks like an NFL safety. That coming from his offensive coordinator, Robert, and I. Still, you got to protect the guy that makes plays happen. Do what Colin Kaepernick does. Get out of bounds instead of taking a hit. Hashtag finance major. He knows what he's doing. He can compute the numbers and what's going on. Taysom Hill will get out of bounds a little more. Trust me. He's not just running straight out of bounds. You're not 228 to run out of bounds. It's fun to watch him truck people every once in a oh while. Oh, my gosh. Just don't Riley Nelson it and hurt yourself. Number four. Hashtag this. Dave Rose's comments to the BYU Sports Nation crew yesterday. Hashtag <laughs> harsh. Okay, so we're, we're during a fire drill outside uh, the BOA Broadcasting Building, it was, it was mandatory at 11.30. We decide, like, hey, we're going we're gonna to utilize this time, take our gloves out, our baseball gloves, and, and we're going to go play catch. So we're, we're, We prepared well. We're swinging it around the horn, and then around the horn. up comes this car, and the windows roll down, and it's Dave Rose and Mark Pope, assistant coach, it's and Terry Nashif. It's the coaching staff. Yeah. And Mark Pope says, bring the heat. And then Dave Rose says, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know what was embarrassing. Well, he's he's a former baseball player at yes, Dixie, so maybe maybe he can critique that. But hey, you know what? As harsh as you were, hashtag it only motivates me. Hashtag join us. 
Dave Rose, we would love you to join us and play catch outside the Merritt Center. I was almost, I was almost expecting him to say hashtag get off my lawn. <laughs> hashtag at least we didn't hit a team van with an errant throw during a game. <laughs> That's right. He told us he did that at he Dixie. He did that against BYU <laughs> when he was playing for Dixie. Number the BYU five. JV. The JV number five. Hashtag this. Josue Rivera's neon shoes. Hashtag I can see those from outer space. <laughs> those things are so bright. But they're cool. And you know what? If he feels good playing You can see the Great Wall of China, the Bingham Copper Pit, the Luxor, (laughs) and Jose Rivera's shoes. They are so bright. I love them, though. And if if you play well on them, keep keep putting them on. Hashtag D batteries. That's the real concern is how heavy those are because (laughs) they require two D batteries. (laughs) Number six. Hashtag this. Jerem's new do. Hashtag enjoy it while it lasts, brother. <laughs> could be gone on Monday. You think it's gone Monday? It could be gone on Monday. Well, technically it would be Tuesday because if BYU wins on Saturday, then they would play in the Elite Eight on Monday. Oh, right? so this can't happen Monday. It's got to be Tuesday. Yes, unless you fly to Lincoln, Nebraska after they beat UConn. And, and... I don't think we've got the budget <laughs> for me to get a haircut in Lincoln this year. Oh. Hashtag not worried. I want BYU to win. I just think it's a tall, tall task. Yes. No pun intended. Because If I thought BYU was going to win, I would not say that I want to do this. But there's a chance. There's still a chance. And according to yesterday, to you, 5%. To me, 3.8%. <laughs> Up next, a loaded Cougar whip around. We finish big. This is BYU Sports Nation. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to the show on BYU Radio and simulcast on BYU TV. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan still hanging out in Studio B. No time it is, brother. It's time for the Cougar Whip It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Women's basketball. You feeling cold? Sweet 16, <laughs> baby. The Cougars leave this afternoon for Lincoln, Nebraska. Land of Lincoln! No, that's Illinois. To take on the number one team in the United States of America and some territory surrounding it. Home of Larry the Cable Guy. Bang Biscuit. Saturday, 4.30 Eastern on ESPN and BYU Radio. Rugby. The Cougars trailed 10 to nothing <gasps> against Cal Poly. Say what? But Say what? they won 37 to 22 last night at Southfield. Saturday, BYU plays Super League team San Francisco in the Champions Challenge. That game will be at 3 Eastern. Watch it live at BYURugby.com. Swimming and diving. Hayden Palmer, no, not the point guard for the Gonzaga women's team, but a men's swimmer for BYU, qualified to represent BYU in the 400-yard and 200-yard, or is it meter? Is it meter? It's meter. Individual medley at the NCAA Division I Men's Swimming and Diving Championships in Austin, Texas. Hook'em horns. Not. Those championships take place today through the 29th. You've done that twice this week. Baseball. It's back to the Bay Area for Mike Littlewood's BYU baseball team. They face St. Mary's today. At 4 Eastern, 2 Mountain. Lacrosse. Yep, lacrosse, baby. Third-ranked BYU beat eighth-ranked Santa Barbara last night in Provo 12-5. BYU's now on a four-game win streak and host Cal Poly Saturday at 6 Eastern. Take that, Gauchos. Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that their mascot? That's right. Yeah. Friday night, men's volleyball. Men's volleyball. Gauchos, again. There are all sorts of, like, related things happening with Cal the Cal Poly last night in rugby. They're going to play lacrosse on Saturday. Santa yeah. Barbara last night lacrosse. Friday, men's volleyball. Tomorrow, we continue our BYU Spring Football Beat as we welcome in Michael Alisa yeah. to the show. Michael Alisa, Michael Alisa is a really, really interesting case with BYU because he started at linebacker, 
Then they needed some depth at running back, so he came over and did a stand-up job as the running back. Last year, couldn't really recover from that broken arm, and so now he's going back to linebacker. It's going to be really interesting to hear what he has to say. 12th year senior Michael Elisa <laughs> will join us on the program. Can't wait to talk about how he's been here that long. Who gets our rise and shout today? Uh, Josue Rivera's neon shoes. Not Josue per se, Just but the shoes. shoes. Now, if he wears the shoes, it's like the mask with Jim Carrey. You know, there's some special quality he, to it. He turns into a different person. Yeah. I love it. Also, Johnny Linehan, Johnny Rugby, won because he has a cool nickname, and it's Johnny Manziel's Pro Football Day. So I'm going to say Johnny Rugby is greater than Johnny Manziel today. I do like Johnny Rugby. Show. But Johnny Man- the, the, the live tweeting of like individual throws from Johnny Manziel. It's ridiculous. Are you serious? Ridiculous. His first incomplete pass came on a deep dig. <laughs> Who cares? Are you serious? I saw him play football on television, and I know what kind of player he is. It's out of control. He wore pads. Oh, my gosh. Social The biggest pro day in the history of mankind. Let's go back to the Twitter machine. You got tweets. If BYU beats UConn, where would that win rank in BYU sports history? Number one. Well, let's let's get first things first. At Kevin Nixon, thirty-three, former BYU basketball player, friend of the program. This says, is great. Jerem got his haircut. I feel like I can go back to watching BYU Sports Nation instead of just listening. Hey, you're watching. We got you, baby. Uh, at JSJ three five, I sat through a quote dumb thirty-second web ad on BYU TV to see Jerem Jordan's new haircut. So you got me. It was dumb. Come on, man. Oh, it just gets better. Wow, your hair is a trending topic on this show. How about that? I don't get why. At Big D Dan 11, I would rank women's basketball over UConn, number three, ahead of 1984 football against uh, Michigan to win the national championship and the 1980 Holiday Miracle I think he meant 90 versus Miami. Yes, 90. At I do rock the Y, BYU football greater than Miami, Jimmer, greater than San Diego State twice, BYU football national championship, BYU men's volleyball national championships all, greater than BYU women's basketball over UConn. They they meant a lot, but this I mean, we're just talking about the the level of play that UConn is at. Yep. How would you feel if BYU's men's team had beaten UCLA in the seventies? It'd be huge in the in the Sweet Sixteen, right? Thanks, Thanks to our guests Morgan Bailey, Josue Rivera, and everyone on our crew for episodes of the show. Check out BYUSportsNation.com every afternoon and on BYUTV.org/DVR for Jerem Jordan. I'm Spencer Linton. Shout out to Ambrosia Anderson. BYU Sports Nation back to work tomorrow. Booyah!